it's true that there's like one person who's sort of rich and famous, they're blowing yep. up, and then there's this entourage or these people who orbit them. And so this happens a lot in America is that one person blows up and then all these sort of leeches, I was one of them. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back to the Sharehouse Podcast. I'm Mikey D. I'm joined by my best friend in the entire world, Joel Harris. <laughs> and today we have someone that's taking their career to new heights. They were on Jimmy Fallon, but now they've decided to go even further and be on the Sharehouse Podcast. <laughs> 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 they also have a book called The One Night Stand, or One Night Stand rather. Simon Taylor, thank you for being Your here. Your next best friend in the whole entire yeah. world. <laughs> Let's go. Thank you for coming. As a feel, shaking hands with Fallon and then shaking hands with us. Oh, man. Huge. I mean, Fallon's got nothing on you guys. We yeah. know, we know. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> he, he, he didn't have a heater in the green room. No. You guys have got it all. I saw you shivering on stage there. That exactly. was crazy. Exactly. I was cold <laughs> back there. This is the best. What was the green room like? Give us that insight. We don't want to know about Jimmy Fallon. They had different themed... Uh, green rooms gotcha. So I think I got the Avery It was like a bird themed Okay Yeah so The live birds? <laughs> no <that's> <laughs> Did you bring COVID on? No you have to bring your own bird No <laughs> uh, Yeah it was it, it was cool I think it was just like so Nervous ahead of time But he came and said hello Cool Which he didn't have to do He had no. Michael Sarah there I'm yeah. like Why are you hanging out with me? Go hang out with Superbad <laughs> Eddie Maguire yeah. didn't even say bye to us When we were on Millionaire Hot Seat So oh. that's the levels we're rocking with <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is a good man Yeah he's a good dude uh, Compared to our fame up there huh? Yeah Even are you on Jimmy Fallon stage You told a lot of jokes about mm. um, the You know how we can't really be part of our parents' generation of owning homes. They're kind of gatekeeping that from us. Yeah. With your success, have you found the way into the housing market? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could, well, it's a discussion I had with my wife. It's like, listen, we could probably buy a house, but where? It's not going to be anywhere close to my family. Digger's rest. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, just the idea of, like, owning a home as this glorious, like, concept of, like, yes, it's an yeah. achievement. I own a home in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Like it's not it's not that exciting. It's about mm. owning a home in a equitable area, like a, yeah. a, a convenient area, a place where your family is where you can actually go to work. But yeah, we could live three hours out of Melbourne yeah. in a ranch, but so what? Yeah. So like the idea of owning your home is not enough. I think it's like, it's got to be within your social network. Yes. We're just going to be a recluse. In- yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb. It's so you. dumb to think, just get on the ladder, get on the, you know, own a house somewhere, live there for a year and then move out. And it's just like, why are we playing this game of, yeah. oh, you got to buy here and live there for a year to get the first home buyers thing and the stamp duty, but then you just do... It's like, what? this is not Monopoly. Can we yeah. please yeah. just make this simple? But- it's like a lifetime plan... Mm. to do with something that I'm just not passionate in like I'm not passionate about owning homes I just want to live in a nice place I just, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, no, it doesn't even have to be that nice it's no. just got to be can I get to work and can I see my family yeah, yeah. that's yeah. kind of it if I can be within 30 minutes or just past, that's fine. Yeah. I was living an hour and a half from family for quite some time. Yeah. And, and that where was Where are you going to eat? Yeah. <laughs> I think it is a bit of an outdated, outdated romanticized idea to like live in a luxurious place hours away that people come to you for. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like what, 
what is that? Like you are just kind of out. In yeah, the you got to be pretty alone. charismatic for people yeah. to come all the way to you. Your house yeah. has the water slide at the back for sure. Just yeah, absolutely. You got to be better than whatever's on streaming right now. Because I'm not <laughs> leaving my house to come to your house just because you got like a pool table. Like, yeah, I got a pool table. Like, you know, at the Red Triangle in Brunswick. It's fine. <laughs> They've got to have I'll that. I'll go to that. Yeah. Exclusive yeah, yeah. DVD release of the new Simon Taylor special to get them out there. But it was funny though. Like, did you ever have like a friend who had a like a pool table or a swimming pool or something? It's just like that was a house you always wanted to go yes. to. A hundred percent. But how far out before you're like, it's not worth it? It depends how many ripsticks they owned. If they had more than two ripsticks and we could all ride one oh, around. Oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah, oh. but see, that's the thing. It's a 10 minute buffer. Each ripstick buys <laughs> you 10 minutes. Minutes. minutes yeah you've got to do those calculations when you go to buy a house you're like all right i'm 40 minutes out of the city but i have a pool so yeah. that makes it justifiable oh yeah but i don't have you know a foosball table so yeah people aren't gonna <laughs> so yeah you need I, you need incentives yeah 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 i was recently looking for a rental and every single inspection i went to i looked up lido cinemas in my phone just being like, how far away from the lido is Your my potential new home to be good. Sorry, I'm some not people want myself. family and some people want Lido, and I think that's the that's we can end the episode there. So thanks, <laughs> yeah, that's some good. Want family. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Speaking of family, you now have a, a beautiful bubba. Yeah, you're a family man. Yeah, but you once lived in the trappings of share home ex- living for ages. I moved out at 18. Like as soon as I could get out, I was right. like, peace out, mum and dad. And I, yeah, I moved in with like two. Women in their forties originally. <laughs> I don't know why they picked me. Why did you I pick like, them? Because it was the cheapest thing sure. about near uni, basically. Yeah. And so I, th- I don't know. I just looked at a bunch of ads, or I answered a bunch of bunch of ads, and they, uh, yeah, they just like, yeah, sure, because the room was tiny. I think that's what it was. Yeah, they knew they weren't going to get like a person, a confident person. Yeah, <laughs> someone yeah. with self respect <laughs> in that tiny little, like it was the size of this table. It was insane. It was. It was just like a, it was their office that they turned into a little right. you know, room. Yeah. And so I think they worked out like a uni student would put up with this. Yeah. Yeah. Which right. I did. So I just had like a, a little mattress. I think it was on the floor and a little desk. And I was so happy to be. Yeah. I was like, I've moved out of home. <laughs> and then I lost my job like a month after oh, no. I moved into that place. And I... I was like, oh no, how am I going to pay for this? And essentially what I did was I've worked at every restaurant on Lycon Street. I would get a job on the Friday. I'd work all weekend, make just enough to cover rent, pay for rent that month, and then just quit. (laughs) (laughs) And then three weeks later, I'd go to another restaurant, work the three-day shifts on, like three days over the weekend. And then just quit and then pay. So I did that like five times. I think there's like five restaurants I've worked at around like on street. Did you not think I could keep one job and continually pay I rent? Think, I think because I was trying to find a proper job, like sure, a good gotcha. job. And also they suck and they don't yes. pay very well. And yeah. it was all cash under the table. And I like really on just- street. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. And actually there was a restaurant that was so used to people doing that, that they didn't pay you at the end of the shift. They pay you the week after you oh. did the oh. next week shift. I'm like, damn it. I'm not the only one who does <laughs> this because it, it just like they're crappy. There was such yeah. crappy jobs. And then I eventually found like a job working in, in childcare yeah. that I was, that I did for like four years. Sure. And, and that was like, 
the whole incentive of quitting was find a better job. You've yes. got to find a better job. You're forced to because otherwise I would have just like just stayed in the restaurant for, you know, infinity. Mm, yeah, uh, right. Yeah, so I, um, yeah, I did that. And then I moved. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, I lived on and off in America. But what happened in, in America, I went to L.A. because a friend I met during Comedy Festival um, he he lived there, and I stayed in his place in Hollywood Hills, and I came became part of like his entourage. Have you seen Entourage? I've seen snippets. Uh, I've okay. watched the Entourage movie trailer like eighty times. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's a series. <laughs> great, great, great. <laughs> if you watch a series, what happens is it's true that there's like one person who's sort of rich and famous, they're blowing yep. up, and then there's this entourage or these people who orbit them, mm. and they just kind of like live in their house uh, and they take their okay. laundry, you know, down to the laundry. Oh, mat you do the do... bidding. Yeah, so I just kind of like and, and cook breakfast. Like I'd make breakfast for him and yeah. whoever was you know hanging out that day, and so this happens lot in america is that one person blows up and then all these sort of leeches i was one of them uh (laughs) just sort of like surround them and become sort of like yes men and just do their little things when they're just like and it's it's sort of like a cat they're not paying you yeah it's this sort of casual agreement of like yeah you get to come to red carpet events you get to like drive my bmw to pick up you know my dog from the vet that sort of thing and so i lived with him uh on and off for you know maybe maybe a year total but i'd go sure. over for a couple of months a year while i was renting in, in melbourne and just yeah. live in the hollywood hills drive his bmw to you know to take him to an event drop him off at a red carpet yeah, yeah. And that was like that was amazing but he was away one week and i had that hollywood hills house to myself and i just thought this actually feels empty like yeah. this is not my house that's not my car I can't bring someone. I can't date someone and go, "Hey, like my." You know what I mean? I'm not getting a. I'm not going to get a partner out of like. Yeah, yeah, I get get to hang out uh, with this famous person. Cool way to avoid rent, though. That's yeah, (laughs) yeah. You just kind of have to do little, you know, tasks around the house, little errands for them. What was the best and worst of the tasks? Uh, I mean, I guess maybe like holding his bags when he was like on tv was actually fine because like i'd go to disney studios yeah. like i'd go into disney and i'd get to i actually got to sort of absorb the industry and i got yeah. to learn it felt like an internship yeah just yeah. like you hold the bags and you write a joke or two for him and so i wrote jokes for him while he was you know doing a disney show a netflix show uh i got into cbs studios i got to walk around and see where seinfeld was shot so yeah access to things um was dope like Absolutely. you actually got to have access to the Hollywood world. Yeah. I think at one point, like I stole a, not stole, but like I, I, I got one of those like golf carts around Warner brothers studio. Oh yeah. yeah. And I just like drove, I was just, <laughs> I was just like, Oh my God. I was like a low riding around Warner brothers studios going, this is amazing. So access was the best thing. Yeah. And yeah. I think the worst was, um, I think it was maybe, yeah, maybe like just, I don't know, walking his dogs and picking up his dogs <laughs> to like that sort of stuff. But I actually like that because I love animals, so I enjoy sure. the dogs. But, um, yeah, cleaning the house and things like that. It's almost like you're kind of renting part of his life to bring the yeah. analogy into it. Because, like, you don't own anything within this, I guess. You don't no, own the no. things that he has or what you're doing with him. You're just, like, being a service person. Yeah, him. exactly. I was totally doing that. And also just, like, this awkward moment around, like, meal time when he's like all right i'm gonna order some pizza 
and you know I have to just to go like oh do you want me to chip in where he knows I'm pro <laughs> <laughs> he knows I'm not gonna no 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 I got it man you know it's yeah. sort of like the food's on him it's like food and board is on him but if he asks a favor, like I do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything I really didn't want to do. I guess I was just so excited just of to course. do it all. Like, yeah, I'll walk the dogs. Yeah, man, I'll pick your laundry. You up. Just had like, to like not have your own life, I guess. Yeah, like, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're in you service can't. of their their career. But it's so real because yeah. you you see so many artists, even YouTubers, like they're just surrounded by all these people following them around. You're like, yeah. who? are these people what they are they even YouTube doing houses don't they and tiktok yes. houses yeah where it's ridiculous like, i think one person is actually paying the rent and everyone else there is like just making content in the house there's now companies that will bring influencers together yes. they'll pay for the house yeah amazing. but they take commissions from the brand deals Insane. that's it's, ridiculous it's a hard one as well because you you might earn enough that you can be in hollywood hills but not enough to have people on payroll but you want to bring your friends with you to let them get the opportunities and maybe shake a hand or two. Yeah, it's insane, though, that you can kind of get access to this lifestyle. Like, I was living an amazing lifestyle. Like, yes. Got to go first class to places. And, like, I'm, I'm, you're, you really are just borrowing their high-class yeah. life. Fine dining restaurants and doing all the, like, f- you know, famous person stuff. Yes. I don't know what level celebrity he was at the time, but, you know, he's on a hit Netflix show now. Yeah. Like he's a big deal now and I was sort of part of that come up. And yeah, it's hard to I guess when you're younger, like an internship is great because you're yes. like, yeah, yeah, I'll sleep on a couch whatever or mm. I had a nice room in his house, but yeah. <laughs> I would have slept on a couch, yeah. you know what I mean? And these TikTokers are like, "Oh my god, I get to live in a mansion with sure. other cool young people yeah, and just make yeah. content all day." That's great, but there is a cutoff point where you're just like all right, I should own mm. something. <laughs> yeah. I should own a car. Yeah. I should own something. And I just didn't, you know, I didn't have any of my own money. I was just, you know, just coasting on that. So at some point you have to say, all right, I've got, I've got the experience now. Yeah. I need to, you, you got to utilize it to, for your own career. Otherwise there are people who are just trapped in that, who are just like, yeah, yeah I'm just, what do you do? Ah, I live on old mate's couch. Yeah. <laughs> I live in the spare room. I live in the bungalow. Yeah. And I just do stuff. I just do errands and they're just friends. But there are still, there are people who are like that. Well, it seems like that's still half of Hollywood. I remember I worked on a cruise ship and right. I was DJing and these girls came up to me and they're all from, from California. Yeah. And they were asking me if I could get them free drinks. And I said, no, I can't, I can't do that. But, you know... I'm a DJ. I need to free drugs. Where do you think we're at? We're on a cruise ship. I'm playing Pitbull in the clean version of Pitbull. That's- I'm playing the clean version. Yeah, he Guys, barely swears. Like, I can't get you a soda water. No. And they were shocked by that. But then one of them was cool. One of them was actually down to earth. And she was showing me that the rest of their Instagrams... And they've all got blue ticks and they're all followed by famous people, right. but they couldn't afford drinks in the club. And that right. was the kind of life they're living. Because realistically, you're on a cruise ship vacation. You're not yeah. doing that yeah. level that you're posting to your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's they, all they would be in France or something. They'd yeah. be in like, they'd be somewhere really fancy. Or Mark Cuban's week. yacht or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that it, it is interesting. Like you can finagle status. Yes. You're like, oh, I've got some status like from mm. this blue tick or from these famous people I'm like famous adjacent yes yeah. but there's a whole world of those people who, who definitely like I think um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is interesting like because that stunt man he lived in a, like a shitty little trailer yes. or whatever yeah. 
But he spends most of his time at, you know, Leo's house. Mm. And that was so interesting to me. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like that. You're driving the Mm. star's car. You're at his house most of the time. You're hanging out. You're drinking his, you know, uh, booze. You're eating from his fridge. Like, Mm. you're actually... You know, and they're like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't bother them. And it's it's a companionship. Mm. And it's it's just like, it's amazing that I kind of got to have that. And yeah. and if anything, maybe I should have cut it off a bit sooner. <laughs> and like, you know, spread my own wings and, and, and uh, to fly. But I guess I did. I think at about 26 or 27, I moved to New York. Okay. And I live with like... Eight people. It was oh, <laughs> wow. like a shoot. Especially in New York, that would have yeah, been tiny. It, it, it was. It was one, two, it was one, two, three, four, five. There was five of us because everyone had like a, the other, the other two housemates had partners and they were yeah. always around. And then uh, that was yeah, that was insane. And they were all musical theater people as okay. well. So mm. them like trying to make it and you know, going to auditions all the time and singing that, and dancing yeah. in the lounge room. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. So that, and I was just doing like YouTube, uh, like twice a week. I was like, I got to do vlogs, you know, two yes. times a week. And I was doing stand up gigs around New York. And that was like me trying to just go out on my own. And the and said, Oh, do you want to come work on the show in LA? Cool. And I had to say, no, I was oh, like, no, no I'm going to stay in New York and try. Cause I knew that if I did that, I'd be living at his house yes. and I wouldn't be getting my own career online. Yeah, Hotel writing again. Doing yeah. that, I think this is where kind of the topic of this pod has gone to. Like you're essentially couch surfing, right? Yeah. You're, like you were just yeah. doing that. You were kind of doing errands to pay for your couch surf. Yeah. And the contrast, I'm wondering how you felt about the contrast between that and then a New York place with five other people. Yeah, rags to riches. Uh, yeah, riches to rags. Riches to rags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my story of my life. <laughs> That's what the book should have been called, man. Yeah, That's all exactly. I'm saying. I've got another one in me, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, but that that was yeah. I think it was. Um, I think I was just so happy to be like I, I, I have ownership of my career and like yes. ownership of my life because I did have that moment when I had the Hollywood Hills house to myself for mm-hmm. a week. I was just like, this isn't mine. This yeah. feels empty. I can't like you know invite my own friends over i yeah. can't really have i'm 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 attached to someone else's life and so new york at least was like oh man i have all this autonomy i can just go anywhere in the city anytime i want i'm renting the place um it was that was that was amazing and i i, I was close to just staying there but i think it was uh yeah it was kind of tough with money to be a stand up there so sure. i came back to do festivals and then I think I, yeah, I just kept going back to LA instead. So yeah, nice. Yeah. No longer. I imagine moving out of it was like moving out of like a parents for a second yeah, time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like you were kind of like gaining autonomy. It's like moving out of your parents for the yeah. first time. Then yeah, you got another pseudo dad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't want to live with my parents anymore. That's lame. I'm gonna live with my Hollywood parents. <laughs> <laughs> they have a nicer couch to sleep <laughs> on. Exactly. I'm gonna go to red carpet events and stuff. I do understand. I can empathize with that mm. for sure. I used mm. to edit for YouTubers. Right. And it was so fun to be a part of that and look mm. at their lifestyle and 
be mm. there getting mm. my small salary. Yeah, yeah. But it's always going to be that small salary and you're yeah. never going to be in front of the camera right. as them. Unless you make that decision yeah. to say no. Because it's hard to say yes. no to a good thing. 100%. Mm. It's like, you know, it maybe it's a 6 out of 10 lifestyle and then yeah. you go, I don't want that. And then you got to have a zero out of 10 for a while. You're like, I don't have any work. I don't have anything. Man, I had a six out of 10. I just yeah. gave up a six out of 10, you yeah. know. And then you go, no, I've done that. So I have the opportunity to get an eight out of 10, nine out of 10, yeah. 10 out of 10 lifestyle. Because so. you know, you can always go back realistically to the six out of 10. Once you've had it on the resume, yeah. you feasibly can get that again. Yes. But... The 8 out of 10, it's almost going to be the, the chances of getting it could be diminished by living in the 6 out of 10 for too long. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. So you, you kind of have to make that that decision. I think that's the same about moving out from parents and moving out from a, you know, a good arrangement with a friend or whatever it is. But um, yeah, and, and I think that also happens with friends I know who, like, I'm 35 now, and I was getting to the point where it's like, I can't live with housemates anymore i've got to like yeah i've got to i've got to find my own little place and i did i found a place in melbourne by myself and i was so miserable and lonely (laughs) that i moved in with a friend (laughs) so it's so funny you're just caught between like this whole i've got to be an independent you know person and then you're like yeah but that's sad yeah (laughs) yeah so you just gotta find i guess you gotta find what's right for you but that was the last person i lived with before i I met my 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 wife um uh she wasn't my wife when i met her i took a bit of time but i (laughs) no judgment here (laughs) yeah um uh but yeah i i I was living with my my friend matt and yeah that was that was great like that was actually like all right i could you know we could do this for you know for a while and I, i'd be cool with that because at least it was a friend yes so i think like yeah random housemates is the harder one to okay. swallow mm. could you older. settle an argument for us then yeah on that because we've been having an argument around uh, what are we trying to say like when what point does yes. share housing expire and i'm like you, what's the cutoff you age? always mm. i think you always need it as an option it's unfair to rule it out mm. because sometimes life just puts you in that situation i think it'd be unfair to judge people who fall into needing a share house but <laughs> what is the cutoff age for share housing well that's the thing I, I think it doesn't matter because it's like these hollywood people you know there's people who are like 60 who still have just their mates living in their mansion you know right. what i mean yeah. like yeah. And i don't think there is a cutoff age other than it's just like, what do you actually want from your life, career, mm. exact, you know, etc. Without the entourages around, I imagine yeah. they'd feel very lonely as well. I mean, we all end up in share houses eventually. They're called retirement homes. <laughs> <laughs> so there is no cutoff age, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> to be wow. fair, my dream <laughs> is to be... No, no, because my dream is to be in a retirement home. If you've ever been to a good one, yeah, yeah. mimosa hour at four, bowls at oh, five... Yeah. And yeah, sleep good. by six community <laughs> activities yes there's i'm pretty sure they contraceptives are out <laughs> as well. like, oh they're you know, f- for sure yeah, they are, 100%. Yeah. yeah and you, if you don't like some people that you live with odds are they're gonna die short yeah <laughs> it's gonna be fine wait them out <laughs> yeah that's that's a good take <laughs> yeah so there's no age limit it's whatever the arrangement is because i can imagine particularly during like lockdown how bad it was for people who just like lived alone in an apartment yeah so you need that social life and i i think there's like an age where 
you don't ha- like. I think you got to like the people you, yes. you're with. I think you got to have yes. a friendship, proper relationship. For sure. Um, I think there's something you know tough about just cycling through new housemates. Yeah. Yeah. When you're older, because you're like, all right, I need. I want to. You know, I want to lock someone mm-hmm. in some some kind of stability. So yeah. I think there's a cutoff to like the you know like transient nature mm. like after mm-hmm. about you know maybe 30 35 it's like find someone you like living with and stick with them yeah yeah you know, let your 20s sort of be a, an era of finding the right housemates yeah. or finding a group of people that you would ideally live with i would say it's almost yeah. dating isn't it yeah yeah like i'm sure my housemates now i'd live with them for the next couple of decades as i'm sure you would with lucky if you needed to Decades is strong. Decades is, and it did make a big goal just then, but so far, that, so good. That'll right bring me out the 40, champ. Mm. I, I, so now that you've mm. started to build your name mm. pretty prominently, mm. would you bring coattail riders with you to your Hollywood estate? I, I think about this uh, sometimes because I'm like, would I do that? Lifestyle because occasionally I I, will, I do need something if I'm filming something yeah like I'm like oh I need a cameraman but I don't want to you know pay them full cameraman rates yeah. <laughs> why don't I get someone you know to do an internship with me but then I kind of feel guilty about that because I yeah. know to some degree that like you know your employer or the person or your friend or whoever is like giving you that internship is going to keep you on as long as you're willing to be there. You know what I mean? So they don't have like a, hey, all right, you've done exactly 365 days as an intern. I'm going to start paying you. They're just like, yeah, you'll just keep doing this, Keep chopping out. I might pay you an extra $5 extra each time. Or maybe (laughs) your grilled burger can be upgraded with avocado. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I... Maybe if I had some clear parameters... Sure. I'd be like, hey, you can stay here... While you're getting your, you know, shit together, mm-hmm. while you're getting doing auditions, while you're so maybe if I had a clear cutoff for them, but I wouldn't be like, yeah, 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 just stay at my place, whatever. By the way, can you go get my laundry from yeah. the, you know, yeah. that? I don't think I would do that. Set those boundaries. Yeah, it's just me personally. But yeah, I think I, I would like to help someone, you know, step up in their career, but. Yeah, I, I I don't know what I would uh, require from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It'd be a contractual thing maybe. Yeah, maybe or just like uh, you got this place for two months. Yeah, you know, do all the auditions, get you know, find something, or you got to you know, whatever. And then at the end of that two months, you got to go to Airbnb. You know, yeah. But also yeah. with the family now, like I got yes. yeah. So it, that's a discussion with my my wife, but she's a, I mean she's a painter. So if we had a place that had a studio, I'm sure there'd be a discussion of like, yeah. can we let some like French dude stay now? You know, <laughs> studio. I'd be yes. like, why do you want a French guy to <laughs> specifically <laughs> French? Why does he have to have tan skin and long brown hair? <laughs> yeah, he's got beautiful blue eyes. Is that part of <laughs> yeah. being an artist? Yeah, this is a weird resume. That's the nice thing about being an artist is that you actually empathise with other up and coming artists. Yeah, and so you want to kind of. Uh, you know help them out and like uh, like if if you can like that first part of being a a a comedian or even a painter whatever is like you have no money you have Mm -hmm. no income so if anyone can you know be your patron if anyone can be like don't worry about money don't worry about food just make stuff and then once you you know have a body of work and people start paying you then you're good and you're on your way but how long that takes, who knows? Yes. Mm. So how, and, and also when you're willing to go, 
all right, I'm making a bit of money. I'm going to start paying for my own life. Yeah. yeah. It's scary because you're like, well, what if I stop making money? Then I can't, I mean, you know, you go back to the drawing board. But. So you kind of do got to keep it in the same realm as an internship. It's like, yo, you got this internship for three months. After yeah. three months, we might keep you. But yes. it's kind of, it's got that end date to it. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, yeah. So to answer the question, maybe <laughs> I would take someone on. But I also don't know what I could offer them, you know, like... That you know, my apartment's full. We got a kid and a dog now. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. If I may, though, mm. just by looking at your your pretty detailed resume, decorated mm. resume, you have an air of a person that's hustled very hard. Right. You've got books out. You've yeah. also got specials out, and not just specials that are recorded in your local theater, but at the Elmore, mm. big venues, which would is a financial thing to, to fork out, but knowing and believing in yourself, you've put in the work to forge a career. I right. think there's a lot of things you can impart onto somebody if you were to have that patronage. Yeah, well, so, some of that's my agent. Like, some okay. of that's my agent, like, believing in me and paying for the special ahead of time, assuming wow. he was going to sell it. Wow. And so he, you know, he took that on and just went, yeah, we'll sell this. That'll be fine. So... That was his money. I wouldn't yeah. have been able to afford the, the end more. So it is kind of like, yeah, I do get it. If I if I had, you know, um, excess money, like every dollar I get either goes into like my family or kind of expanding my own thing. Like I'll go, oh, I want to do a tour here. So I'll yep. spend my own money doing there. I'll buy more equipment. So at the moment I like, you know, keep like to keep putting money into expanding my resources and my equipment and my experiences and taking trips and that sort of stuff. So I guess like putting money back into the business to use that annoying phrase. <laughs> but, um, you know, if I it was at a point where I'm like, you know what, I've got, a, I've got enough. I can put some money aside to like pay for someone's festival show and just say, mm. hey, I'm going to pay your registration. I'm going to pay your marketing. You just, all you have to do is rock up and put on a show and then if you sell enough tickets to pay me back, great. If not, don't worry about it. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Yeah. That would be cool because it's just anything you can to take the financial pressure off an artist is amazing. Yeah. Especially in Melbourne. I think it's a little bit, it's a competitive community, but it also yeah. a tight knit one. If you want other yeah. people yeah. to succeed, yeah. really, you want your friends to come with you. That's why we love doing this because yeah. we get to meet other creatives. Because otherwise Melbourne, people do tend to stick in their own lands as much as it's tight knit online. Yeah. Well, I think to some degree, like when you when you start out, there's a sense of like oh competitiveness. But yeah. then after, once you all settle down and once you're kind of making a living, you realize, hey, this is this is my community. These are my yes. like yeah. I'm. Yeah. There's there's a point where the comedians that uh, you're working with, maybe it was about five or six years in, which is like, hey, we're all working. We look out for each other. You throw me gigs, I'll throw you gigs. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. And, and my wife has that with her artist community. They're you know visual artists, painters, uh, sculptors, and they give each other advice on applications and mm. hey, you should do this exhibition or don't go to that you know gallery or go to this one. This is great um, because they realize after a while, as long as we're all eating, as long as we cover our rent, you know, you don't need to be ruthless. Like it's mm. actually when the money goes away you have community you have yes. people who can help you out so i yeah I, I worked that out after a while of just like i don't have to be you know just 
such an individual and and in such a like a lone dog mindset yeah it's so dumb i think it's the more you have uh support in your own industry it's actually it's fine and and then it becomes you know if someone gets something that you really want then that's just a bit of you know fire in your belly going oh i you know that reignites the ambition yeah but it's not a be all and end all it's not like exactly they're the only ones who are going to make a living and i'm not yeah it's like we're fine we've all we've all made it it's just now it's you know it's actually just you know the the fun stuff is you know seeing seeing what you can make of it because mm. you're right you do develop your own core audience and no mm. one's stealing from each other's core audience it's yeah. like how would you even yeah. do that even if you're a comedian who are slandering other comedians i would then go click on those comedians right. who yeah. are slandering see, see what, what they're, they're about. about yeah 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 i think that's sometimes a d- device sometimes online like fake drama yeah <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. yeah, yeah yeah like like should we yeah you should really pick someone like i don't know <laughs> this guy <laughs> uh, I thought Friendly Geordies He's got way more subscribers You guys you, should hit, You know Hit him up Or I don't know I thought <laughs> you were saying You've already started one with him But he's a nah. scary man He's so articulate He would pick us I know he would, he would destroy us immediately Yeah but would his followers Subscribe to you guys Probably not uh, They're yeah, pretty they, loyal Yeah Okay yeah, I, get, I hear what you're saying. I'll, yeah, we'll work on this. We'll come with a short list. Who we'll else? email <laughs> that to you. <laughs> exactly. Who are the other YouTubers? But to kind of bring it back, I guess, mm. you putting money into like other artist festival stuff, for example, or pouring yeah. money into like your experiences and your stuff. I think that is, at the end of the day, a much better use of money than buying a home at Digger's Rest, would you say? Right. Well, f- I- yeah, f- well yeah, my wife and I just thought, you know what do we what, what do we actually want to do with our time do we just want to like grind it out so that in 30 years we can say haha we own this place yes. <laughs> diggers rest baby <laughs> <laughs> play some dreams uh, but no one else here or do we want to spend the next 30 years doing what we love like making cool stuff and yeah. you know uh sharing it and and being in these communities so yeah mm. uh, akmal said that to me once he's like cool. all right I give you a house today, but you got to work for a telecom company in an office, yeah. in a box for the next 30 years. Do you take it? I'm like, no, I like being a comedian. He's like, then just don't worry about that stuff. Cool. So, cause yeah, yeah. So that, That's that, cool. yeah. And it's, it, it's also, we've got to remember a lot of this financial stuff isn't under our control. There's this whole thing online about mindset. If you have the right mindset, you'll be a millionaire. Mm. It's it's also partly like it's like saying if you have the right mindset as a surfer, you'll always catch a wave. It's like man, the tide might be out. <laughs> <laughs> you might be in a bay. You might, yeah. Yeah, you might be just sitting in the sand. <laughs> like it's just uh, it's the same with finances. It's like the economy and uh, you know like tax breaks and all the mm. there, there are so many wages. Like there are so many factors that we can't control mm. that determine how much money you have in the bank. And so, yes, there are things that you can do that are sensible to, like, make money, save money, mm-hmm. the type of job you get, getting degrees. But also sometimes, like, degrees aren't as useful as they used to be or the yeah. degree you got all of a sudden isn't valuable. So yeah. there are things that change in the world that just remember you're just, like, you're a little monkey in, in this you. huge system that is 
constantly changing and and it's in flux and it's so volatile yeah and you're they're going but i did all the right things mm. i saved all my money and i still can't buy anything it's like yeah. yeah it's not always your fault so yeah the whole like oh if you just had this mindset you'd be rich is such yeah. bullshit. Nah. i think it's nice for us to hear that as well from uh, as an upcoming yeah. artist yeah because that is it parental concern yeah. as well as is uh, probably a friendship group concern where you see friends having kids and, and mm. buying homes and you think yeah. oh should we be there yeah and as artists you know the paychecks we mm. get in the early mm. stages yeah. so that is genuinely quite nice to hear yeah yeah it's really beautiful i yeah. would like to conclude potentially by maybe giving some parting words to other upcoming artists and also spook the heck out of what's going on in your oh, world. Oh, yeah, okay. And there's a you, French show coming up. Yeah. You got a whole heap happening. You got a manager. Big deal. Big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to manage us too. <laughs> also, speaking of the patronage thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I keep umming and ahhing about getting a Patreon as well. But yes. then I, do you, are you on Patreon? Not yet. No. We're still early days. I think we're in month five of doing this podcast. You know what? The only reason I didn't do Patreon is because like, I don't want to have to have like deadlines for my content. Yes. Because yeah. sometimes I'm just like, I'm traveling and I just can't make that content. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah. But I think you can just have a free Patreon now. You can just as a community based type Discord Yeah, maybe server. that's not. But yeah. But anyway, to plug my stuff, uh, yeah, Melbourne Fringe coming up. Mm. That's me, Simon Taylor and Friends, uh, just uh, other Fringe acts coming and doing spots. And I'll do all the festivals next year. Cool. And I'm going to, yeah, release a book with my wife called Things uh, No One Tells You About Babies. Ooh. So she's going to do all the illustrations and I've written ah, all the jokes. So. Brilliant. So, yeah, I've got a few things going on. Yeah. Yeah. You sure do. Yeah. Shout out Jimmy Fallon as well. <laughs> <laughs> Look who Shout the big dog's Jimmy. now. <laughs> What's up, Jimmy? Joel, no, take us home. Thank you for coming on. Please, you can check us out at two at Chef. Oh, my <laughs> God. So you know. Oh, my God. Jimmy follows me on Instagram, so we'll, we'll collaborate and maybe, you know, you could actually shout out Jimmy. He might actually see this. Email us, sharehousepod at gmail.com, Instagram, TikTok, sharehousepod. Hey, and make sure to tell someone you love them today. Bye. I love you. Oh. <laughs>